This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, thank you for answer to prayer. We are grateful this morning for ordering our lips to pray unto you. We are confident that when we pray according to your will, you answer us. This morning, Father, let your word mix with faith in the heart of your people. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. is preached daily, continually. I pray in the name of Jesus. Every desired fruit, every fruit you desire from, for sending us this word, let it be evidence in the life of your people, in their homes, in their families, in your church, in our nation, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Joining us this morning, you unclean spirit that makes people to sleep and to slumber during the word of God or during when they when they during the Lord's visitation. In the name of Jesus, Satan, the Lord you book you. In the name of the Lord book you. Amen. The people of God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. For the glory, Lord, if there's any soul that is here to be saved this morning, save their soul. Thank you. To yourself all over the world in Jesus mighty name we have prayed the Lord has been taking us through a series titled the Lord we fight for you while your devices are muted I'd like you to personalize it the Lord will fight for me the Lord will fight for my family and I shall prevail and I shall have testimony Say one more time, the Lord will fight for me. The Lord will fight for my family. And I shall prevail. And I shall have testimony. Amen. Turn your Bible with me, please, to the book of Numbers, chapter 22. Numbers, chapter 22. Now, when the Lord brought this word to us, we began by looking at the story, the account of what happened in the city of uh, Shijan. And uh, that was the account of Mordecai, who was a gate man. He was like an immigrant in the land of Shijan by, by slave. Uh, I mean, by uh, the, the, the invasion of the land of Israel. So they took many people away. So him and his... Uh, his uh, uh, little sister were there together, called Esther. Now, but something happened. There was a story of a man there who was the next in, in, in command to uh, the king, who wanted everybody to bow down to him for just no reason. And then because uh, Mordecai refused to bow, then he picked offense with not just only Mordecai, he picked up fence with all the Jews. Now, so it was a war between the, you know, the Jews and then, you know, Haman. But the question is, like the songwriter said, how can man fight God? No way. It's not possible. It's, it's not possible for, for visible thing to fight invisible thing. It's not possible for, for mortality to fight immortality. And so that was the story. And now we're going to look at, and then we began to look at, uh, on Saturday, we looked at what we need to do when God is fighting for you. 
We say now we understand God is fighting for us. But what is what must we do? What is our responsibility when God is busy fighting for you in the secret? We mentioned on Saturday, praise him. When, when, you, when God is fighting for you, that is the time for you to be praising him, be exalting him. You see the way when the wrestlers are fighting in the ring, they'll be praising the one that is winning. So praise God, call him by his name, thank him for fighting for you. And then this morning we'll go to number two, what you must do when God is fighting for you. Now, um, Numbers 22, I'll take some scriptures here. Um, I'll read chapter, I'll read verse 12 and then verse 20, and then I'll jump to chapter 25. Now, Numbers 22 from verse, uh, verse 12. The Bible says, and God said unto Balaam, thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not cause the people, for they are blessed. I want you to personalize it. Tell yourself, I am blessed. I am blessed. Tell yourself, I am blessed. I am, blessed. I am uncausable. Yeah. Say it louder, I am blessed. Yeah. I am uncausable. Yeah. Yes, now let's look at verse 20. And God, God came unto Balaam at night. And said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shall thou do. Now turn your Bible now to uh, chapter 25 of the same book of Numbers, uh, from verse 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit wardom, immorality them with the daughters of Moab. The Moabites, which was the, which was the lineage of roots, they were the enemies of God. And so God warned strictly that the people should not mingle with the Moabites. There are Moabites all over the world. In your place of work, they are there. In fact, in your immediate family, they are there. Among your classmates in school, they are there. In the community, you enter bus together. So if I can tell you, they are in the church too. So the Moabites, we are not to commit wardom with them. And they called the people on to sacrifice of their gods, and the people did eat. Can you see? One of the ways the enemy weakens Christian is through food. 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 So we must be very careful. Be, careful, be very careful of, uh, you know, uh, parties that you attend. Be very careful of, uh, oh, my friend is doing this. Uh, you don't know whether that's even your enemy anyway, not even your friend. So be careful of what you eat. Parent, be careful of what you allow your children to put in their mouth. So from this story, we could see in verse two, and they called the people on to the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and bow down to their gods. Can you see? They ate and the next thing that they begin to bow down. So number two, what must you do when God is fighting for you and your family and the church? We must not stand in the way of God. Don't stand in the way of God. Now, if you look at this story uh, very well, you will understand that um, Balaam was supposed to be a prophet of God. He was supposed to be on the side of the people of God. He was supposed to be on the side of the children of God. So he was a prophet of God at the beginning, but he didn't end well. 
you will end well, I will end well in the name of Jesus. It started very well, but then the loss for, for, for material things, uh, the gains of unrighteousness begin to enter his heart. And so now in the case of Balaam, now Balaam, Balak, who happens to be the king at that time, he wanted, the, uh, he wanted Balaam, the prophet of God, to curse the people of Israel. Now, we sometimes we can become an obstacle to God fighting for us. And that's why point number two is saying, don't stand in the way of God when he's fighting for you. Now, let's look at what does it mean? Like I mentioned from that chapter 25 of where we read earlier, don't, don't mingle yourself with the people of the world. Do not mingle yourself with them. The moment you start mingling yourself with them, then you are standing in the way of God from fighting for you and your family. God strictly, you see, Balaam and Balak, they try. They make attempt about three times or even more to curse the people of Israel. And God told Balaam, the people that have blessed, they are blessed. The people that are cursed, they are cursed. Now, for these people of Israel, he said, I have not found iniquity in Jacob. God will not find iniquity in me. He will not find iniquity in you. He will not find iniquity in your family in the mighty name of Jesus. So for as long as there's no iniquity in a man, if there's no iniquity in a man, then the enemy cannot win. If there's no iniquity in a woman, the enemy cannot win. If there's no iniquity in your life, the enemy cannot prevail. In the name of Jesus, the enemy will not prevail. In the mighty name of Jesus, the enemy will not prevail. I said the enemy will not prevail. So, so Balaam, he became a stumbling block. But God still did what he wanted to do. But the next part of this is that chapter 25. Balaam now offer advice to Balaam. To Balak, I mean. He offered advice to Balak, the king. He said, okay, now that you, you know, uh, this, uh, this, this, this and this did not work. He, he called him and gave him an, an advice. He said, you know how to get the people of Israel? Make them sin against God. Nobody will make you sin against God. Anyone ordained from the pit of hell to make you sin against God, God will expose them and disgrace them. In the name of Jesus, don't allow any man to make you sin against God. Don't allow anybody, man, woman, to make you sin against God. Sinning through the words of our mouth, our thought, our actions, our step. Don't let somebody lead you to sin. Don't let somebody lead you into a quarrel. As you go out in this week, be watchful. Don't let the actions of people you know, dictate how you serve God. Don't let their action or inaction hinder you from praising God. No. You see, the Balaam was the one who advised that. He advised that, yes, you know how to get them, get them into water. Get them into idolatry. Get their, let, let their sons begin to marry their daughter, your daughters, and vice versa. And then that was the beginning of problem. Now, so as believers, we stand in the way of God fighting for us when we dip our hand in sin. But you will not dip your hand in sin. Yeah. 
I will not dip my hand in sin. Or mute your device and say, I will not dip my hand in sin. I will not dip my hand in sin in the name of Jesus. I will not dip my hand in sin. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Of course, we all know, we all understand that sin is of, you know, of various, uh, you know, of variance. It comes in diverse ways. Now, so let God take over the battle. Let him take over the battle. Now, some other ways by which we stand in the way when God is fighting for us is we try to fight for ourselves. When you try to fight for yourself, you are standing in the way of God. Because the truth is this, two people cannot be handling the same battle at the same time. One has to be in full charge. Now, if you know, if you know a little bit about military, uh, you know, commandment, like, um, like the, the commanders, when there is a war, usually the military headquarters will appoint one man who they call commander, a commander, or for instance now, we can have uh, two pastors leading a particular church. That church will go in error. You know why? Because you can't have, they can't help two ways. It has to be one way. The same thing, an organization cannot have two CEO. The organization will scatter because everybody, one will want to go here, one will want to go here. Now, so in the army, in the army, the hierarchy, they appoint a commander, a commander to, to lead the war. And so that commander is the one that gives reports. Is the one that now exercise authority and say, okay, you go to this area, face them in this side, face them in this side, face them from the back, and then we will stay here. But there are two people offering that. There's going to be confusion. So brethren, don't fight for yourself. That's a description of what happened when believers start fighting for themselves. How do you fight for yourself? Well, you want to defend yourself all the time. You want to justify yourself. No. Allow God to step in and fight. When God, I have seen God fight for me in different ways. And when God does it, he does even more perfect than you yourself. Because in you trying to fight for yourself, you never knew that the enemy's plan is to make you sin against God. And the question is this, brethren. When you begin to talk too much, sin, in the multitude of where there is sin, that is the problem. And when there is sin, then God will draw himself from you. So can you see the math now? When you, when you say, well, I'm going to fight for myself, whether in, in action or action or whatever way, or you write email, you write letter, you write this and that, I'm going to confront him and let him know that my Christianity does not take nonsense. No, those are ways, those are the language of the world. Anyone that is born again should not be referring to their old lifestyle. Because there's nothing profitable in the old lifestyle anyway. It is a new life we should be pressing toward, not referencing your old lifestyle. Say, if you know who I was, how I used to be in school, well, that means you are not even born again in the first place. So we fight for ourselves when we engage in fights that we should not be fighting. You know, like the example God has given us over and over again. I'll mention that example. One of the people you must never pray against or fight against are Christians. 
it is it is a fight you can never win. I'm telling you. Because God cannot be divided and his word cannot be broken. So maybe somebody is offending you or doing something, hand it over to God. It might just be one revelation encounter that will, that will visit that fellow brother or, Christ or sister in the faith. And that revelation alone will bring the person down. So God has a way of dealing with all his children. So do not fight for yourself. Don't try to justify yourself. Don't try to say, I'm going to show him who I am. I'm going to teach him a lesson. No, that is not Christ speaking in you at that time. That is the devil. So you must allow Christ to speak through you at all times. The Bible said the man of God must not strive. So you must not strive. We don't strive. And that's why though people may call you and say you are, they may give you a different name. Yes, that's okay. Because that's the nature of Christ. Christ was smitten from the left. They spat on him. They said, if you are truly the son of God, now call down the angels so that the angel will come and fight for you. Can you prophesy who slapped you from the back? That was the thing they were telling Jesus. But he didn't say anything. But at the end of the day, when he rose up, when he rose up, where are they? All the people that condemn him now. He's coming back again. He's in majesty today. So don't fight for yourself. Also, one of the ways by which people fight for themselves is that, I mean, one of the ways by which people stand in the way of God is that they start relying on their own ability and skill instead of relying on the Holy Ghost. We are looking at the theme, God will fight for me. He will fight for you. But what can you do? What must you do when God is busy fighting for you? Don't stand in his ways. Don't be an hindrance to him winning the fight for you in your place of war. Don't be an hindrance. God is busy fighting for you, and yet you are keeping malice with the person you're, you know, that is offending you. Can you see that you're already standing in the way? You're already standing in the way, and sin is already being traceable to you at that time. And so God will say, okay, well, since you are keeping malice to say, okay, well, uh, do, go, go ahead and do it yourself. And we all know what the consequences will be. May God not leave us to ourselves in the name of Jesus. The Lord will not leave you to yourself in the name of Jesus. Amen. It surprises me to hear that Christians keep malice with each other, even in the church. And yet we still come to pray together. No. When we do that, we allow sin to thrive. And when sin tries, it pushes the Spirit of God withdraw himself. But sin will not thrive in our means in the name of Jesus. Amen. So somebody offended you, don't keep malice with them. Don't withhold any good that ideally you will do for them. Keep doing it. The Bible says in the process of doing it, you will heap hold of fire upon the person. The, the heart of the person gets pricked. and says, so despite all this thing I'm doing to this person, this person was still doing this to me. Now, while we get ready to pray, I remember there was a time, you know, uh, I would say somebody was just intentionally afflicting me and my family, just intentional. I mean, because the, we knew it was intentional and because the person later told us, just the person was doing it intentionally. And so during that process, when the, when the person was still afflicting us, 
Then the Lord laid there, you know, laid in my heart that we should bless the person. So we went and blessed this person as well to be a blessing to this person. And the person says, ah, why, why have you people come to bless me? We say, well, the Lord laid in our heart to bless you. Now, is it, is it something that is irreconcilable? No. Somebody's persecuting you and, and not doing, you know, and doing something intentional against you and your family. Yet God is still saying, go and be a blessing to the person. That is the way of God. That's why if you walk by your, your five senses, you can't walk with God, but you walk by faith. But then God uses all those occasions to talk to the person, to fight for us. I say, how can you be doing this? Like David to, to Saul. David said, after he had the cloth of Saul, my, my king, my lord, the king, you can see I am innocent. I had wanted, I had opportunity to kill you, but I spared your life. And then at that point, the Bible said, Saul departed from following after David. So brethren, let God fight for you. Don't fight for yourself. I want you to bow down your head this morning, even as we begin to pray. Don't stand in the way of God as you go out today. Let God take control, and then you see at the end of the day, you'll be the one singing victory song. Your prayer point, your first prayer point is you're going to say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. And then also, if you are here this morning and you are yet to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know that Jesus Christ is the only one that can fight for you. You don't have any power of your own to fight against all the demons that are against your destiny. You need Jesus. You need to be under the guide of Jesus daily. You need to hide your home, your wife, your children under the covering of the Lord. You need to hide that business. You need to hide that vision. You need to hide that walk into the hand of God. So you are here this morning. You, are, you want to accept Jesus. You know you have been engaging in secret sin and it's making God to depart from you. This morning you can return back to him. I want you to raise up your right hand anywhere you may be. Uh, I may not see you, but the Lord sees you. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I have come to you this morning. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Beginning from today, Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost. According to your word in Ephesians 1, verse 13. As from today, come and take over all my battles. Come and fight for me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Lord, I pray as many that might have prayed this prayer, be merciful upon them. Write their name in the book of life, cleanse them from their sins, deliver them from the works of darkness, fill them with the Holy Ghost, and keep them to the end. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for all your children. Thank you for your word that you have brought unto us, that you will fight for us. But while you are fighting for us, you don't want us to stand in the way. Lord, in any way, we have been an obstacle to you fighting for us. This morning, please open our eyes that we may amend our ways and help us, Lord, and perfect all the glorious things you have started in our lives as individuals and that you have started in our lives as a family. Lord, all the glorious things you have started in your church, Jesus' house, 
love and by extension, everyone connected to this revival hour, please perfect it in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, as your children go out, go with them, order their step, fight for them, defend them. Lord, you have declared that this week is a week of total recovery. And yesterday we began to see that recovery. So in the name of Jesus, as you go in this week, you will, you will recover all that belongs to you in the name of Jesus. Peace of mind, prosperity, joy, holiness. As you go out in this week, God will bring souls along your way that you will minister to in the name of Jesus. When we gather, you will have one soul that you have brought unto the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for answer prayer. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed.